And we are rolling once again in the Car Trink Studio on a Tuesday night, July 18th. We're curious on the date. It's a big episode for us. Car Trink's episode number 50, the big 5-0. We have Jake in the studio as well as myself. Jake, how's it going? How's it going? I'm going to say what I said. Episode 50. I know. I know. I say every time, every every week, I always say I'm happy to be back. I had a hiatus last week. I'm glad that's the one I missed and not this one. Uh, big episode. Knew we would make it this far, but still also just couldn't be more excited. Episode 50. We did it. It's going to be a good night. It's going to be a good night. I'm excited for this. What do you think? Yeah, it's a milestone for us. Number 50, we thought getting to, I don't know, like 20... 25 was a big one yeah yeah that was nuts for us or 30 we did a pretty big show for the 30th i believe yeah that was now we're on 50 now we're on 50 you're back from your little your little head cold that you had your buddy was covid i uh (laughs) i don't unofficially uh yeah nobody knows unofficially had covid all the symptoms um never get sick in the summer got sick in the summer was not feeling it so happy to be back once again i apologize if i cough tonight i am gonna mute my mic if i feel the tickle coming on but uh yeah was in no shape to do a good podcast last week so i rested up for episode 50 and we're gonna go bananas tonight can't wait for it we got once again brad jake in the studio young max data is currently out he is on vacation down in Sunset Beach, North Carolina. Been uh, been down that way a few times. A little, little farther south. Beautiful area. Great golf courses, of course. And um, he actually, Max actually golfed today. Um, if you were paying attention to our Instagram story, he did post a little snippet from his round at Oyster Bay, which is a tremendous golf course. Had the... Had the privilege of playing there one time a few years ago and um yeah talked to him a little bit about it and he said he shot i want to say he shot like an 84 but he was on track to break 80 the last few holes he went ob so we'll have to get his side of the story get his review of the course um from what i remember it was a nice course would love to go play it again someday but um he also mentioned that he didn't see any gators on the course which is very surprising for that area and that course um because when i played it i had <laughs> the first tee or the, the my first shot i hit it towards this pond and i was walking up towards my ball and there was a gator literally right in the water did not see it not gonna lie scared me a little bit so yeah really interesting you didn't see any gators down there but sounds like he had a great round and sounds like he is enjoying his trip his little vacation so Shout out to Data. He's uh he's probably working hard down there getting some numbers for us, uh getting the data for um for the open championship coming up this weekend. But um we have a pretty big slate for you here today, episode fifty. We're gonna cover or recap Scottish Open and the winner of that, the open championship, which I just mentioned, which uh PGA is staying, well I guess PGA and live now. Uh, we'll be staying on the other side of the pond in Europe. And then, um, 
Jake and myself and Joey had a round at uh, the old stopping grounds, Maple Lane, 14 and 14 in Hoover, 14 in Maple Shout Lane. Shout out Maple Lane. Sterling Heights. Sterling Heights finest golf course. <laughs> and then uh, last thing we'll probably touch on is a car drinks exclusive, uh, one of a kind, one of a kind, uh, I don't know, I don't know what to call it, um, milestone, I guess, for episode 50. Uh, but we have the update on the Rabiris, uh National Course right here in Sterling Heights. Yes, yes, you heard that correct. Uh, there will be a, another golf course coming to you from Sterling Heights. And um, it's in Jake's very own backyard. He's hard at work. And we'll get the update uh, in a little bit. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, before we get into it, I uh, just want to note that we are mostly active on Instagram. And it's at cart.drinks. You can catch us there. You can DM us there. Any Anything you like, uh, any feedback you got, whatever, golf, send us whatever you got. And uh, we'll most likely respond to you. But um, yeah, we have that. And then on Instagram, we have in our bio what's called a link tree. And it is a link to a site that will show all of our social media, our website, cartrings.com, um, anything that we have available for you to click on and see and get more car drinks is available on that link tree link. So do us a favor, check it out um, and play around with it and enjoy. Have a car drink while you're at it. But getting right into it, we have a Scottish Open recap with none other than probably one of the hottest golfers in all of golf, I would say. Rory stepped up and made a birdie putt on 18 to seal the deal at the Scottish Open. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, I'm not going to lie. It blew my mind. Um, I shouldn't sound surprised, but he played, I don't want to use the word poorly, but he was not winning for a long time. He wasn't the Rory of old, but within the what last year and a half, things have completely changed. So... I get a little skeptical because I'm like, how long is this going to last? But you know what? You can't knock him. I'm not knocking him. I just didn't think he would do as well as he did. And talk about a hell of a finish. I know he didn't get to see it live, but I mean, I'm I'm happy for him. I really am. He's making a comeback strong and he's helped solidifying his argument of how good of a golfer he actually is. People go into slumps and, it's nice to actually see him winning again. It's uh, it's pretty cool to see it. I mean, you got people like him and Ricky. Uh, I know we even had this conversation. I was like, I feel like it's going to come down to him and Ricky as comeback players of the year um, from where they were to where they are now. Now, Rory's had more success as of late, but they're both doing very well. I was, uh, I was not disappointed to see Rory win. I do wish Shane Lowry would have won because it would have helped me even more in the pick pool, but... I am not upset with him winning. I thought it was uh it was touching. It was a good finish and uh it's nice to see. It was uh it it changed it up a little bit. Not that he hasn't won this year, but 
it's nice to see somebody kind of creeping into where, okay, Rory's in the field this weekend. We know consistently, all right, there's a good chance he could win this weekend. So I think he's finally getting back to that status of he's somebody to watch for. Well said. I, um, I mean, I love it. Um, with, I mean, obviously Tiger's like the, the overall face of the PGA, but he hasn't been playing often. So, I mean, Rory stepping up and kind of taking that role for right now and actually being in the tournaments and playing and playing well. And, and as we saw, he, you know, winning, um, winning tournaments. So it's good to see again, it's good for the game and, you know, congratulations to Rory. However, uh, Robert McIntyre, uh, Scotland's own made a pretty good run at the end there. He was, he was uh, leading, or he was tied for the lead. Or yeah, he made a he made a run. What I'm trying to say, he was on a heater at the end there, uh, six under for the day on Sunday, and he was tied for the lead at one point. Uh, but Rory did did clutch up and sink that birdie putt, and um, yeah, he won it over uh, McIntyre. So that was uh no, that was clutch, just like you said. I mean. Not gonna lie, I kind of like when I see the underdogs like McIntyre. It would have been cool to see him win in his home country and um, bring it home. But when it comes down to a finish like that, and it comes down to a birdie putt, it's hard not to be. I'm gonna take a line from Moneyball, but how can you not be? Uh, how can you not be romantic about golf when it comes down to that? It's it's that's. The finish that I want to see every weekend. I don't want guys blowing guys out by five strokes. I want it to come down to the last putt. And if not, let's have a playoff. It's going to come down to the last putt. So I, I thought it was a great finish. Indeed it was. Um, as you mentioned, you did pick up the two points this week for the top finish in the Cartrings Pick'em pool. Do you have... Pick up. Yeah, that was a big one for you. Do you have the updated points available? <laughs> Yes, I do. So this week, Scottish Open, we, I mean, board shifted a little bit, but nothing crazy. So Max got zero points because he got cut. I wanted to point him out first because I think he conveniently went to North Carolina to avoid having to talk about being cut, not getting any points this week. So Max got zero points um, with Adam Scott. <laughs> Sorry, Max. That's, that's his boy, too. It's his favorite golfer. I, pulled, I, I had to pull him up first. I, just, I had to throw it out there. All right. Sorry, he's not here. You can roast I, him however you want. <laughs> I just thought it was convenient that, uh, yeah, he had to go to Oyster Bay today. He had to get, and, had to get uh, out of town, I, man. Couldn't face it. I didn't have to face the music and dance today. So it's whatever. But episode 50, let's go. Um, so, all right. So I won this week. I picked Shane Lowry. So I got two points. He tied 12th at seven under Brad. You got one point with Minwoo Lee tied 35th at four under and our guests picked Victor Hovland. So they got one point as well. He tied 25th at five under. So overall our leaderboard now is Brad. You're still in first place with 30 points. Max is in second with 26. 
with my two points, I was able to jump up within one of Max. I'm at 25 points now, and our guest is at 20 points total. Oh, boy. It's kind of turning into a tight race here. It can turn into a very tight race with the major coming up, which means double points. Key dramatic music. I don't have it handy, but yeah. I'll find something. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll dub it in. I know. That's why actually this is probably going to be one of my most stressful picks. Um, yeah, I might have to add in some like uh, some like movie movie soundtracks when we start picking. <laughs> one day we have to do like a draft lottery. Um, we'll get a podium. We'll get Roger Goodell in. <laughs> that guy sucks. There's a lot of stuff coming on about him. Yeah. Too. Like conspiracies about like uh, like the John Gruden stuff, but that's another story. Well, I could see it being true. Him and Brandel Chamblay, same same type of. Yeah, people. Heard they hang out a lot. They probably do. <laughs> they probably do. Two two Which birds of that? a feather flock together. Uh, huh? Two scumbags of a feather flock together. It's like Jerry Jones and uh, um, I just had his name. Gene Steratore, the referee, the old ref. They used to hang out all the time, and conveniently, he would always ref the Cowboys games and screw every other team that played the Cowboys. It's kind of convenient, isn't it? <laughs> Why do we always keep running into each other like this? we got to stop doing this. You know, Tell me it's not fixed. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, it is. It is. Entertaining. We'll, we'll see a post soon about a script. Yeah, I mean, it's inter- it's entertaining, but what are you, you going to do? I'm still every episode I'm on Brandel Chambly. Call him out until he finally comes on here. <laughs> He's a scumbag, guys. Let's just be honest. It's one of your best takes. Jake's hot takes. Jake's hot takes. Could be a segment. There you go. <laughs> Actually, that'd be sweet. Jake's hot takes. Brandel Chambly's a scumbag. <laughs> it's your only hot take you've had so far that I can remember. <laughs> no, live merger. Number two. Very true. Very true. Um, speaking of live and moving on to the next tournament, we have the open championship over at the Royal Royal Liverpool. Yes. Sorry. I didn't know if you yeah, were drew a blank, but I was trying to connect <laughs> the dots. Yeah. Anyway, the open <laughs> championship, uh, we have the live guys back again, at least some of them for the fourth and final major of the PGA season. So it'll be interesting. All, uh, all hands on deck guns a blazing at least, uh, at least for the picks this week. But, um, yeah, yeah, it'll be fun to see every year. It's a good tournament. Um, I was going to pull up something from Cam Smith. that I thought was pretty good. He had a quote because he was the champion last year. And there's a quote from Cam Smith. He said, I've been saying to all my mates, <laughs> reading an Australian accent, like I just, Why is it I, always guess hear, like I can that? hear his voice when he says that. I've been, <laughs> I've been saying to all my mates, it'll be a week, <laughs> it'll only be a week and we'll be drinking out of it again, talking about the Claret jug. So, oh, we can only hope. There was some good, uh, good content after where he was like mixing a, a martini shaker and, Walking around with no shirt and his, everybody's like drinking in his house out of the jug. 
So that was us on the golf trip last year. <laughs> I don't know if we had their shirts off though. Oh, I did because that's when Cam called me a fat Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> so then I put a shirt on because then I was self conscious <laughs> like a fat kid by a pool. Fat, right. fat Scotty Shuffler. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I can't disagree with that. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's bullshit. I'm in better shape than that guy. You think so? Yeah, he's like frail. Like, I, I at least have, I'm stable. He just looks like if you, if you did one of those pokes with the finger in the chest, he'd fall backwards. He's frail. Cereal He's got a golfer chest. body. Or eat cereal. <laughs> like, yeah, one of the... Oh, God. <laughs> what is that, too? What is even... Looks like you got hit in the chest with a cannonball and just never had it fixed. You think you could beat Scotty Shuffler in a fight? Oh, 100%. Really? Boxing? I, I actually do. Boxing or MMA? Rounds. I think both. I think you could beat. I think I think you could beat him in MMA because he'd probably be quicker than him. I would think. But I don't know. Do you think he would beat me boxing? I never said that, but. But (laughs) you just said. (laughs) He's got a lot of power, though. So I think I think boxing would be more his. How does he have power? He 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 drives golf balls like over three hundred yards. You know. Yeah, but that's not that's not fighting power. Uh, That's a lot of hit power. I would just give him the rope a dope like Muhammad Ali. Maybe we can set that up one day. Celebrity boxing. I could take him. MMA, I could take him. I could definitely take him because I can tackle him. So that'll help me because I know I got weight on him. Yeah, what about your knee? Oh, that's fine. That'll be fine. I don't know about that. I'll wear my, I'll wear my braids. Banana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no perfect. Don't forget about the banana swing. He like hits you and you like look like a banana when you fall down. Oh, that would be, oh, they honestly though that would live up to the legacy <laughs> if that's like the still shot. They got to be like, all right, can't argue it anymore. We know it'd be funny because the announcers wouldn't know who was who. That's actually true. <laughs> Scotty just hit Scotty. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Joe Rogan announcing. Oh my! If we could pull that off, all right. We always talk about car drinks goals. This isn't the near future, but we'll get it to happen one time. Celebrity boxing me against Scotty Scheffler. That would be really funny, actually. I'd take him. I know I could. I think it'd be pretty close. I mean, I'd have to... I'm actually kind of sad to, you I'd have, have that to be little. in your corner. <laughs> I'd, I'd be not be in your corner. I'd be the guy with the ice on your back. Let's go. Let's go. Then I get knocked out, and they show a photo of you asking for an autograph in his corner after... <laughs> You gotta pick him. You gotta pick him apart with that left hand. He doesn't see that left hand coming. Like talking like that in the corner, giving Scotty Scheffler tips as he's fighting. His knee's got a bad knee. He's got a bad knee. <laughs> Brad, you're on my team. You're in my corner. Oh, ter- terrible elbow too. Right elbow's terrible. Go for it. Armbar. Armbar. Doing that after I. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let go. Let go. Yelling at him. Your elbow. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Give me six weeks to train. I'll take them in both. Car drinks one. Scheffler versus Ramirez. Book it. 
That'd be sweet. We get a card. We're going to do it at like the win. No, Maple we'll do Lane. it at uh, Maple Lane. <laughs> in, in the clubhouse. <laughs> there's, there's people sitting no, in, there in the car barn. It. In the car barn. Oh, move all the cards. <laughs> yeah. Make the octagon. Do the entrances. <laughs> oh, that'd be so sweet. What do you think the entrance songs would be? What do you think his song would be? Scotty. He just doesn't come across as a hard ass at all, uh, so that's why I can't see him being. I don't know. Um, Scotty Shuffler. Probably like very cliche, but like, Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Yeah, it's probably true. Or like something kind of slow. I'm trying to think like who he would listen to. Like, yeah, I don't know why I'm thinking of like Dancing in the Dark. <laughs> Who sings that? Uh, Bruce Springsteen. Dancing in the dark. Da, 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 da. He seems like the type of guy to listen to Billy Joel. <laughs> we did start the fire. Like him driving up to the course doing that. So I picture him walking out to something like, Uptown girl. <laughs> Listening to that. What would yours be? Oh, it's so hard. I got so many options. Probably Panama by Van Halen. That's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, it have to be. It's not bad at all. Yeah, or maybe you dropped a bomb on me by the Gap Band. Mm. What if you went like War Pigs? <laughs> so glad you brought that of. song up. Oh yeah, Rage Against. That's a good point. I didn't even think that. I like War Pigs. Rage Against the Machine. The sirens will get you going. I like. The sirens, yeah. Well, and especially if you walk really slow, and it's like, yeah. I'm gonna walk out like Mike Tyson too. God, I used to rip that song on Guitar Hero. It's like eight eight minutes long too. Damn it! Damn. <laughs> the beginning was so long too because the <laughs> so long. You could have started that going, got something to eat, and came back and still. Wouldn't miss the beginning, and it's only like two notes, you know. And the, <laughs> you could have went, you could have went out to eat. You could have left. <laughs> could have left, went and got some hibachi, and came home. Man, what a great game that was! Yeah, what? I miss it. Then they made rock. I think Rock Band kind of ruined it, though. They overcomplicated it, and then yeah. Rock band changed it because they went away from rock music. They they started mixing in like pop music, and I was like, "This isn't the same." It's too much. It was. It was too much. I still got my rock band drums. I can never get the drums on rock band. I'm never that coordinated. It was too much. Way too much. Yeah. So we'll get that going. Shuffler, Shuffler, Ribiris, Cartrings, One, Maple Lane, Date, TBD. <clears throat> Tickets will go on pre-sale right off. a month. All proceeds will go to charity, too. It's not like we're doing a cash grab here. So if Scotty actually cares about people, he'll do it. <laughs> but I've heard that he doesn't, so. Oh, that's good. That's good. Already starting the shit talking. It's perfect. Yeah. He doesn't care about the general public. He just cares about himself and fattening his own pockets. I don't know. All my proceeds are going to go straight to charity. Scotty, I challenge you to match my proceeds Whatever you get, I'll double it and give it to charity. Oh, here we go. And it's Scotty, you can choose the charity. How about that? But you probably don't know any charities because you don't donate to anybody. We're gonna have to get him on the line. Send him this podcast. 
If anybody out there knows Scotty Shuffler, <laughs> get us involved. Probably be kind of weird too, because be like a cartoon when like they look in the mirror, you know, and like or like they see like a double of themselves and they're like moving like the same movement, like trying to see if they can mess it up. Like that Spider Man meme where they're like pointing at each other. <laughs> That's what it's gonna be like. You know what the funny thing is I'm gonna talk all this shit and he's probably a nice guy. Oh, I'm sure he is. No, fuck that. Let's go, Scotty. <laughs> all right, let's go. Gloves are off, Scotty. Let's go. Absolutely. Uh, why don't we get into the picks for the Open Championship? However, before we do, take a brief moment here to pause and let you know that the Cartrinks Pick'em Pool and the picks, for that matter, are brought to you by Liquid IV. And it's golf season, and planning for faster, efficient hydration is essential. Liquid IV has you covered while you prep before, power through the back nine, and recover after 18 holes or a weekend of golf, you're choosing. Liquid IV hydrates you two times faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. We love the convenient packaging. We say it all the time. You know, you'd want to pack up some water bottles, pack up some liquid IV, and uh, mix it up on the course. It'll keep you hydrated, uh, especially for those days where you're having a little too much fun on the course. That will save your life. Um unconfirmed but it will help a couple flavors that we do enjoy lemon lime concord grape pina colada max's favorite shout out max sunset beach one stick of liquid ivs in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone we just mentioned the 12 delicious flavors it contains five essential vitamins b3 b5 b6 b12 and vitamin c with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. What you're going to want to do is use our code and get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use that code CARTDRINKS at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code CARTDRINKS at liquidiv.com. Jake, you have the honors this week for the Open Championship and the pick, number one pick. Um, do you have somebody in mind? And and if you do, fire away. All right, I'm going to do this out of spite. I'm I'm taking Scotty Chef. <laughs> <laughs> if you talked all that shit about him, yeah. Well, I just need him to do good. That's a, that's all I care about. It's a great pick, actually. I was going to pick him, but I already picked him earlier this season. Um, which flavor? Would you like this week? Which liquid IV flavor are you going to go with? Are you going to pair with Scotty Shuffler? I'm going to simplify it again. We're going back to Seabury. There he goes. Seabury, Scotty Scheffler. Scotty, do good this week, but I'll take you in two rounds. Big Scotty. Um, and the guest is up next. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, I'm going to get him on the line here. We're going to celebrity pick live on the pod. Um. Mr. Brandon, who has picked before, he's going to pick for the fourth and final uh, major. He picked here. a winner before. He picked, I think he picked Tony Fino and won before. I think he did. Phone is ringing. Hello, Mr. CFO. Oh, Mr. Brandon, how are we? Good, man. How are you? Doing well. We are live on the podcast. 
as we speak. Uh, it's always an honor. Always an honor. Oh, the, the pleasure <laughs> is all ours, my man. <laughs> you can't hear me, Kenny. How no. you guys doing? Uh, we're doing well. Jake was wondering if you, if you could hear him, but you can't because you're in my headphones. But I um, cannot hear him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna relay the messages. Tell him I said hi. Jake said hello. What's going on, Jake? <laughs> Not much. Just doing a podcast right now. What about you? He said, "Just doing a podcast right now." How about you? <laughs> um, well, yeah, we were just talking about it. You did make a pick before, and I believe you picked a winner for the guest pool. So um, I think it's only fitting that we give you honors for the fourth and final open or fourth and final major, which is the open championship, and it's worth double points. So as of now, we have uh, number one pick off the board in Scotty Scheffler, picked okay. by Jake. So uh, if you are ready to fire off that pick. No, it sounds good. Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's a good pick. Um, man, a lot of tough choices. Uh, I know with the majors, I feel like with the, the live guys being as, as scarce as they are and as an option, I think my pick's going to go, it's going to be, uh, Brooks Kepka. I think that's my pick for, for the open. Oh um, boy. So we're going Brooksy, uh, guests we need to get it going I, I know i've listened to the point standings and i'm hoping we can pull one out this week like you said got a dub for us in the past hoping hoping we can bring it home this time the ball's on this guy look at he's firing up the guest pool are you, are you serious someone's gotta get us going someone's gotta get us going love to hear it that's, that's <laughs> the most enthusiasm we've got from a guest pick this whole entire podcast honestly you know I, i'm not gonna I lie i'm actually kind of worried to, too because he picked the standings each week and we can just see us going down and down it's we we need a little bit of motivation you know there you go get him up jake what'd you say no i was gonna say i'm not gonna lie i'm actually kind of worried one he's so positive right now but two he's the one that picked a winner in the past so it's like oh boy he said uh he said he's a little worried just because you're so positive and that you picked a winner in the past yes yeah and i know I'm trying to remember which one it was. I had picked a very close, I think it was, I picked John Rahm one week and he had like the round of his, like one of the best rounds I've ever seen. And somehow I think it ended up losing to you in a very tight final round. So had good luck with the picks. I'm hoping we can, we can land another one this time. Yeah, absolutely. I do remember that round pick. We were, uh, we were battling right to the end. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's a solid pick. I mean, not a bad idea to, to, burn, the, to burn Brooksy there. But, um, yeah, we'll see if you can bring it home. And uh, hopefully that, that fire inside you will translate because uh, the guests here are struggling a little bit. They're at the bottom of the barrel. They are 10 points behind me in the lead. So, Yikes. So double points could change everything, though. But yeah, we need it. We need it. Absolutely. Any <laughs> uh, any final thoughts before we let you go? No, I mean Jake's got a good first pick um, off the board, so seems like there's probably gonna be a lot of heavy hitters this week in terms of picks. So, uh, so no, I'm I'm excited to see how it all plays out. Absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for making the live pick on the pod. 
and um, good luck to you, sir, and all the guests out there. Yeah, good luck to you guys, man. Thanks. All right, later. Well, there you have it. That's a strong, strong, strong pick from the guests there, and a strong picker. I, I love Brandon. He's, he's such a nice, <laughs> such a nice guy. Always nice. A little fire coming. Don't out want him of, to win though. Fire coming out of that phone for the for the guests. I love yeah, it. <laughs> they call it a torch. <laughs> it almost was like a Joey Diaz type rant. All right, get up, get yeah, up. Did Let's he go. went into it? Get up, cocksuckers. He was ready to say that. He's like, oh, I'm sick of the guests. Sick of the guests eating shit every week. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. I like this. It's a big pick for him. It's, uh, like I said, double points could shoot him up. And uh, I'll be honest, too. Uh, that's actually, in my opinion, actually a pretty good pick because he's Kepka was on my top three list. Yep. Yep. They need it. They need it. Um, no one's safe here. No one's safe on the double points here. So I believe that's next. Uh, next on board is me. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Um, yeah, I'm torn between two guys again. I wasn't really sure. Um, I have John Rahm available, which I think would be the – would make the most sense for me. However – DJ is also available for me, and he is a live guy. So, you know, I'm not really sure where to go on this one. I don't know. I just feel like Rom has, like, shit the bed sometimes way too much. Or he doesn't play well. And then either either sometimes he does that or he plays lights out. So I feel like it's like a almost like a high risk, high reward here to get the – to get the lead or the possible win. So I'm really torn. I don't know. I don't know. I think I really want to pick DJ just because I can and he'll, and he'll be here. But He plays good on links courses. Oh, yeah? Is that true? You just, you just blowing smoke, no, up, that blowing is smoke true. up my ass. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you're talking about DJ's like my – you know, favorite, pretty much my favorite golfer of yeah, all time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. John Rom. Don't listen to my opinion, though. I know. Unbiased I know, pick. I know. Actually, I don't need you to do good anyway, so I don't know why I said anything. <laughs> I know. I just don't know if I can. It might come back to bite me in the ass, but I don't know if I can put my full trust in John Rom this week. So you know what? I'm going to take a stand. I'm going to go with Matt Kuchar. Uh Actually, Ernie Els. <laughs> he is playing. Um <laughs> uh, no, actually not Ernie Els, but I am gonna stick with I'm gonna follow my heart here and go with DJ, Dustin Johnson, All to right. win the open championship. I do like that pick. Forgot to give Brandon's flavor of the week. We're gonna assign him a flavor. We're gonna give him the golden cherry. And um I am going to take um, this is important. This could really sway which way it's going to go. What are the what's what's the favorite fruit favorite fruit over there in Europe or in uh, England? I don't think they like fruit over there or limes. I know they call British people limeys because that's what they used to eat on the boat to get rid of scurvy. I'm trying to think. I know uh, Charlie Bucket likes Wonka bars, but 
That's chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> the schnozberries. They don't have any schnozberries <laughs> either. I think they like beans and toast. Isn't that like a <laughs> British breakfast? I always laugh at that picture. It's Charlie Bucket with the golden ticket, and he, they zoom in on his teeth, and it's like he, he has like sharp <laughs> teeth. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like this is the, the, it's like a real yeah, photo like, too. The kid that that least needs chocolate or candy in his life. <laughs> oh, my favorite is when they go after Grandpa Joe. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh I oh I can't walk. I can't walk. Charlie wins a golden ticket. He's up doing jumping <laughs> yeah. jacks and running 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 the shuttle, running the kitchen of that little shack they yeah, lived in. Speaking of a scumbag, that guy. Are you kidding me? Real prick. <laughs> and he almost got him kicked it's, out too. Cause the, yeah, scumming off the family. <laughs> yeah, didn't he steal a gobstopper or something? No, he drank that stuff that makes you float, and they almost died. They oh, almost died in the yeah. fans, and then they found out they went in there and almost kicked him out too. He, Hurry, Grandpa Joe, burp! <laughs> and then they're bur- <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that. What a piece of work that guy is. God. Yeah, just a real. What do they call that? A succubus? When you suck off the people that provide for you? Yeah, he was just laying in bed all day. Yeah, I'll have some more soup. I can't <laughs> walk very well. Soup. I can't really walk that well. Give me some more of that cabbage soup, please. And then I'd know where Charlie walks in with a ticket. <laughs> this guy's doing the Cupid shuffle. Yeah. All excited. The Cupid. Oh, I know. I'm going to go with grape. I'm going to stick with grape this all week. Right. So I got DJ and... uh Concord grape liquid IV flavor. And next, that leads us to the man who missed the cut last week and who is absent, which uh called a coincidence. I don't know. You tell me. But he... I'm just saying. It's kind of odd. Yeah, he's going with the countryman, and he's going to take Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, One second for the horn. <laughs> But we'll see. Tommy Fleetwood's notorious for never finishing an event. But now that I've said that live on a podcast, watch him win the Open. But we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be interesting how it all shakes out in the end. It'll be a very fun tournament to watch. A lot of heavy hitters, as we said. But um, Do you want to just run down real quick the recap of the picks? And then we can shuffle it on to the next topic. Yes, sir. I don't have the updated odds yet, just because I know they are going to go up tomorrow. Do you want me to read the odds that we have now? Uh, yeah. I'll. Do you have the odds? Yeah, I have them. I know they're probably going to change a little bit tomorrow, going into the day. I mean, the day before. So, all right, we'll do this. Um, whatever, whatever. All right. So I pick Scotty. Scotty's at plus seven fifty. Uh, Brandon picked Brooks Kepka, who give me 10 seconds. I just have to scroll who is at plus 1800. Brad picked Dustin Johnson, who is at plus 3000 and Max picked Tommy Fleetwood, who is at plus 1500. So it's going to change. It always does, but that's a good idea. Uh, based on the, those numbers, you know, where, uh, where your pick should be. Yeah, very nice. Uh, DJ with the plus 3,000. Call him uh, DJ 3,000, just like Andre 3,000. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. 
I say that lady. What a set of teeth. Yeah. That guy's got the craziest teeth. <laughs> Andre 3000. <laughs> great, great music though. Um, no, I will say this. I, I don't want you to win. I don't want to root for you, but I do think a lot of people sleep on Dustin Johnson. They forget how good of a golfer he actually is because he did kind of fall off there towards the end at his term uh, on the PGA. Um, fine. But he's going to be just fine. He's going to go down as a legend. Um, I mean, he's going to win. So, so what, do you, I, what do you want me to say? I don't want him to, but I'm not going to lie that I think that's a sleeper pick of the week is Dustin Johnson. I've never been more confident in a pick than Dustin Johnson to win the Open Championship. Fa- favorite golfer. Just love that guy. I might just put a 10 spot on him or a 50. I don't know. His wife's pretty cool, too. but uh, She's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I want to say Scotty, but I got to tee off on him in the ring here pretty soon. So. <laughs> tee off. Blow for blow. Bam, bam, bam. I wonder how much he weighs. Oh, give me a second. <laughs> usually usually Max has his pulled up data. He's so fast at it too. Anytime he, we say something like that, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll type it in within it's like five seconds he's like already ready. Chat chat GPT. Chat chat data McCain. <laughs> chat <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Scotty's 6'3", 200 pounds. Oh, okay. Not bad. I'm 6'4", 215. We got the weight on him. What's your reach? I don't know. We should probably measure that so we know. (laughs) I got long arms, so yeah, we should probably measure that. I'm excited for the the weigh-in and the press conference. (laughs) Jay Monahan's there. It'll be a good yeah, one. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we'll we'll measure my reach and then we'll make a fight card and I'll post it on Instagram and just keep tagging Scotty Scheffler until he agrees to fight me. <laughs> it could happen one day. It will happen one day. Sorry. No, it, yeah, it, it is going to happen. We don't know when yet, but it is going to happen, hopefully before we're both 50. But I got reach on him. I'm, well, actually, I don't know. He's got a ring and ting arms, too. But six six three two hundred six four two fifteen. Let's go. Yeah, I might just put <clears throat> Maple Lane on the national uh, national spotlight. And uh, speaking of Maple Lane, we did have our, ourselves around there back at the. Uh, I guess you could say the home course, the former home course. That was the, that was the COVID course. I guess that's a good that's a good way of explaining it. The COVID. That's where I learned how to golf. You grow up so fast, don't they? <laughs> it's, it's like a first day of school. Instead of a backpack, he took a picture of me with my golf bag standing in front of the tee box. Just want to make it known I am older than Jake, so he's like a son to me. Really, really grew, By up, a week. grew up fast and taught him how to golf. And yeah, it's all it's all downhill from there. Very proud. I can't imagine how hard it is for you to get old and watch me. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's good to see, you know, it's like a son. <laughs> literally, literally like seven days older. <laughs> yeah, I mean, very proud, very proud of the man you become. 
Thanks, Brad. So I appreciate. Uh, it. I'm not gonna lie. You're gonna give me my feelings tonight. Yeah, I know. Episode fifty. Why don't we get back to the golf round? Huh? You know, <laughs> get rid of that. Save it for another day. We'll do a we'll do a thirty for thirty on you coming up in the golf world. It's actually a good idea. It'd be a bad idea. It's like somehow there's footage of us like at Rambler Par Three and then Maple Lane arguing. I think arguing. <laughs> <laughs> random yeah, yeah argue, no, that'd be arguing great. about the the foam cup which is side note what a, the most ridiculous thing one of the most ridiculous things that came out of covid was the pool noodle in the bottom of the cup at golf courses but just want to throw that out there i know a lot of people have been sounding off on that or have sounded off on that what a ridiculous thing that was well it helped a couple of <laughs> couple of our friends shout out jason every time he put it he kept foam foam as soon as it got if it was anywhere close to the hole I'd say hit the foam i hit the foam it was that or like it bounced out well, it was that and then some courses would raise the cup so if you hit the cup then it would count which is ridiculous guys would be ha- remember there's videos of guys like winding up and hammering putts at the cup and it would bounce right off and they would count it like get out it was the dumbest thing. Our the favorite me and you already talked about is um a couple of the courses we played at put the divider up between oh, the driver God. and the passenger seat oh, so we wouldn't spread COVID. But immediately everyone getting in the cart and unclipping it and putting it down and just driving. Yeah. <laughs> immediately taking it down. I love how we're gonna we're gonna get flagged. This episode's gonna be flagged by uh the COVID label. COVID nineteen restrictions and policies. Oh, it's that's true. We said we're it, not even talking about like the actual virus. We're not saying it wasn't real or anything like that. We're just saying about the restrictions around <laughs> here and what we did to play through. Maybe, maybe that'll be a topic, uh, future blog topic. Get Joe Rogan on. A podcast topic too. COVID? Yeah, and like COVID golf, how like ridiculous some of those things were. <laughs> we'll get Joe Rogan, Robert Kennedy, and Alex Jones <laughs> oh, on, and we'll God. talk about COVID. <laughs> It might get us some attention, though, more than we already have. Actually, that'd be true. He's in a presidential campaign, and we get him on cart. <laughs> hey, we, <laughs> we got 4,000 people to back him on Instagram, so. It's, it's doable. We're reaching. We're going to hit five. It's going to happen. Yeah, We're right there. Yeah. Any day now. But, uh, yeah, that round at Maple Lane, did you enjoy yourself? I did. I did. I had a good time. Um, did not play that good at golf. I'll be honest. You saw me. Driver wasn't terrible. Um, struggling terribly with my irons, especially 150 yards in. So trying to fix that. I started off the season good there, but I, it's just, Brad, I really don't know at this point. It's honestly, I'm not actually going to quit golf, but it's getting to the point where it's so frustrating where I keep doing stupid shit where i golf good for two weeks and then the next three weeks it's like i never hit a club before in my life so trying to figure that out wasn't my best golf um but i i was putting really well i mean i lipped out what did i lip out probably four or five putts from eight feet um yeah you're pretty close on a lot i'll give you that i just i can't figure out the irons right now it's really telling you it's, it's really bothering it's me banana swing 
easily the banana swing. It's so hard because I can picture it in my head of what I need to do. If I, I don't even know, like if I attempted that, I don't even know if I could recreate your swing. I don't, I don't know why I do it. I really don't. And I can't figure it out. It's to the point where I'm kind of just stuck. You're scared of like your knee or um, something? I don't know. I really don't know. Cause it's not even like I'm thinking about it when I do it. It just happens. And then you called me out too when I was swinging. You're like, yeah, you, you came right out of your stance. I don't, I've started doing that now. So I like pop out of my stance while I'm hitting. So I don't know if it's my alignment and I'm standing too close to the ball. I don't know if it's my swing path. I just, I can't figure it out because earlier in the season, I wasn't hitting the ball bad at all. I shot in the eighties to begin the season and now I'm back in the hundreds. So it's, it's a massive jump. Um, those probably were just fluke lucky rounds, but I was a lot more confident at the beginning of the season than I am now. I can't even, I can't hit an iron. I don't know what happened. It's very weird. Yeah, man. You just got to simplify your swing. Honestly, you got to get rid of that banana. <laughs> I mean, it, as dumb, not as dumb as it sounds, but as easy as it sounds. Cause like, I don't know. With how with how big you are, you should be getting a lot more out of your clubs. That's why I can't figure it out. It's honestly, it's to the point where I'm, I'm gonna start crying on the podcast. But I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't figure it out. Um, and I think, I think uh, now I'm realizing the points when I was playing really good, or, or maybe times when I figured out how to play my swing and I was able to get by with dealing with bad habits in a swing. And now they're just coming out again. So great round, had fun, obviously, but was not a good round swing-wise. So still got work to do, got to hit the lab. But, I mean, between Coach Jones and maybe getting lessons, I don't know what to do at this point. Yeah, you can. I'm available for lessons um, if you want. I don't know how going to have to. they'll be, but I'm sure we can get something better than what you're doing now. Oh, it's horrendous. But I don't want to take away from the whole round because we had a good time and you golfed lights out. So yeah, why don't you go over that a little bit, huh? Yeah, now that we got that shit round out of the way, we can talk about some good golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you always want to start off with the shit and then build up, build up to the good stuff. It's like a love sometimes story. Sometimes the good, sometimes the shit. <laughs> sometimes the good, sometimes the shit. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a pretty good round, probably the best round of the year for me. I had um, the front was a little rocky, shot a 45, a lot of bogeys and a couple doubles. But, um, yeah, I don't know what happened. We made a t- made the turn and uh, shot even par on the back to shoot an 81 total. So that was good. I was a little frustrated with the la- – well, I was frustrated with the finish on 18 because I was I was right on the fringe chipping for Eagle and it was a really good chip kind of a little came in a little hot but it just bounced over the hole and then rolled out a little bit too much and then I missed I missed a very makeable birdie putt to put me over 80 to 81 but can't complain with the turnaround from the front to the back. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
driver was okay. Everything else seemed pretty good, obviously, on the back at least. But, yeah, I don't know if I've shot – I don't know if I've ever shot an even par, to be honest with you. On a, on a nine hole. On nine holes. Are you sure? Because I've been out with you and you – it's been um, – sometimes I feel like you're eight under when we're playing. No, no, not at all. Yeah, I don't know if I've shot an even par on nine holes. That might have been the first for me. It was a good round. You were golfing really well. Joey wasn't golfing bad either. Yeah, um, I was gonna mention, but you were going to mention Joe too. Some of his drives were just uh, were bombs. He hits his irons pretty well now too. I, I mean, he's getting better. It's yeah. still a work in progress, but he's he's getting a lot better. Yeah, he has all the power in the world. I think one thing, Joe, if you're listening, one thing for you: um, slow down, slow down on your shots. Like, don't rush. Because you'll duff one, then you'll rush the other one, and you'll mess it up again. But take your time. Don't worry about a bad shot. I know it's hard. It's hard for everybody. But that is my message to you, Joe. Take it or leave it. He's a mental midget right now, but he's just getting experience. So <laughs> he's getting better. He's getting better. But no, you guys both shot really well. Um, That's I mean, I know that's not the best round I've ever seen you play, but you hit a lot of consistently good shots. Your irons especially were really good. Yeah. I know you chunk some of them, you hit them a little fat, but pretty much every shot you hit was straight. Yeah. Yeah, the 18 was probably my cleanest hole besides the miss, the birdie miss. But I hit a great drive in that three iron. I was like two... Oh man, like two twenty to two thirty to the middle of the green. A little uphill. The green was elevated, but I hit it right up, right on the yeah. like just to the right on the fringe, front right in the fringe. Great ball. That was the first three three iron shot I think you saw with the new one. So <laughs> I was mad. I was at a distance though. I was still pissed. You didn't call me over because I want to see you hit that thing. I saw you hit it. It was a good shot, but I was like, God damn, he didn't call me. I was me. laughing because I hit it. You drive by, look at you, smile. I said three iron. You go, damn, why don't you tell me? <laughs> Been waiting all season to see you hit that. You know, club. I'm laughing too because the first time I did hit a three iron was Max's on the golf trip. And then when we played Pine Trace a couple weeks ago, we had that weird thing where like, you pick, you picked up Matt. Like you had your ball. You and Max were near each other, and then you both drove up the other fairway and cut across. And then I was like, I was, I walked across the whole, almost like the, it seemed like the whole course. I walked across to get to mine. And I was like, well, I guess I don't have any clubs. And Jesse came over and pulled out Max's three wood again and piped one down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> that was honest mess up too because you came up and you're like yeah you didn't pick me up dumbass and i was like i'm not gonna lie to you i forgot because my my shot was so far left i was on the other fairway uh, <laughs> big three iron guy I like him like him a lot start playing that whole round oh man well it'll be plenty more golf rounds to play um hate to i mean i hate it and love it but the got the good trip will be here before we know it, but we'll we'll pause on that for right now. Don't want it don't want it to come too soon. Still want to enjoy the rest of the summer, more golf, um, more PGA. But 
the other big news we mentioned earlier, we teased in the beginning of the show, the newest golf course coming to Sterling Heights um, in a neighborhood, in your neighborhood, in your own backyard, the Rabiris, I don't know what you want to call it, nine-hole Rabiris National, I don't know, Rabiris Country Club. Yeah, yeah TPC Rabiris. Okay, TPC Rabiris. TPC Rabiris. Tell us a little bit about TPC. what's going on over there in the the work that's been that's been put in. Yeah, so we uh, we finally broke ground. It's been a work in progress here for a minute, but we finally broke ground. Um, so we have a very competitive course with nine so far nine holes, um, three different pin placements. Uh, we have very difficult rough along with a second cut on top of that. Um, it's 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 going to be good. We're going to get some video footage and some cameras up soon. We got a combination of par threes all the way up to a par five. So great way to get out, get some swings in, hit some balls. Um, you're going to hit over a pool. You're going to hit over a water slide. You're going to hit off somebody's deck over a Japanese maple. So it is a challenging course and we are, we are more than excited. Um, already got sponsored. We have a beer cart. Um, we're just detailing some final things, but the course should be open by Friday. We're going to do the inaugural round. I'm hoping that we can have everybody there. I still have to coordinate with Brad cause I would like Brad to be there for the inaugural round, but yeah, you're, uh, Got a few water hazards, might be some dog poop because it is a backyard too. We do have a puppy, but um, it's golf, you know, it's golf. We just, we want to, want to put it together. It's not a, it's not a miniature golf course. It's, it's a golf course. So hope you're good with your wedges. That's all I got to say. I love the, the beer cart coming around too. That's, that's a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah, so basically what it is, it's a, it's a wheelbarrow. Um, it's got ice and beer in it. Uh, there'll be a liquor in it too. But it's going to make loops. It's going to meet you at, mm, every five holes. So um, we don't want people getting too drunk on the course. That's our goal. But we still want to be able to give people what they want. So, Do you have a total yardage on the course yet? Or you still measure that out? Still, me- still measuring that out because we're working out the kinks with the tee boxes and everything. I'm trying to get the sprinkler system running right. Um, tomorrow I'll be out there about 7.38 to start getting a little more work done on the green. Grass is actually getting cut again tomorrow. So um, green is looking really good. Grass was a little burnt the first day, but uh, it greened right up the second day. So hoping by tomorrow we'll be good to go, get a nice fresh cut on it. Uh, I'm actually going to roll it as well and see what happens from there. But we're hoping to get, yeah, the first round in. Um, Our goal is it's going to start off as a public course, but we do want to make it a private course eventually because you have everything you need there. You got a pool, shower, bathrooms, um, full kitchen. So eventually we would like to privatize it, but we're more about getting the general public in there. So we're hoping to start off like this, see who likes it. We have a couple of outside investors might invest a little more money, update the course a little bit, but my plan now is just, you know, just having a good opening. Um, we're going to do nine holes to start. Like I said, at ranging anywhere from a par three, 15 
15 to 20 foot shot to a par five 40 yard shot. So, um, with obstacles though, with obstacles, it's not just straight on. I want everyone to know that. So do you guys hear that? You guys are all chuckling like, Oh, it's a piece of cake course. No, it's going to be difficult. Um, we've actually talked to Jack Nichols a little bit. He's talking about coming on as the designer. So, but it started. So, um, yeah, we're just, we're just excited. We're thrilled. It's going to be open soon. Got obstacles in the way. Got our tee boxes uh, pretty much rounded out. I'll have the full yardage by the end of the week, though. But got some good stuff coming. Good stuff. Sounds like you got it all figured out. Almost. Almost. I'm not going to lie. Never designed a golf course before. So I'm excited for this one. I really am. Um, not a- kind of think think I found a new hobby. Now, did you have to get any uh, permits from the city to uh, get this thing going, or you just kind of flying under the radar here? Just kind of flying under the radar. Um, hopefully, there's not any city officials that listen to this. But, yeah, we're hoping to get our liquor license eventually. We're just going to start off BYOB. Um, whatever happens, happens. That's on you. But, uh, yeah, we're going to fly under the radar, obviously, uh Anything that opens fresh, there's always going to be, you know, some kinks. So we're hoping to work those kinks out within the first week. And, you know, I'm sure the course will develop over time. We'll come up with new tee boxes. We'll update the greens, things like that. But, yeah, we're going to develop this thing real nice. I'm really excited. Uh, I just want to make sure that there will be glizzies available, hot dogs, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Sure. Yep. We have, a, we have a patio with a grill. Perfect. Um. Yeah, there'll be dogs at the turn. Might even be some hamburgers. Um, depending on if you're there that day, there might be some good dip with chips. Um, so, no, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm not gonna lie, I'm really pumped about this. I'm setting up strategically, setting up tee boxes. You're gonna have to hit over a water slide. <laughs> you're gonna have to hit over Japanese maple off a deck. You, it's just, it's not gonna be easy. So, I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, what you call the par fives. Interesting to see how those are going to be set up. It's going to be long, I'll tell you that much. And the thing is, is wherever the ball lands, you have to put the piece of turf down and hit it off that piece of turf wherever it lands. So So just to put it in a little perspective, it's more of a chip slash putt golf course. Is that correct? Yeah. We'll say a little bit longer than the chip, but yeah. Fair to say. Probably like uh, no more than a pitching wedge, I would say. No more than a pitching wedge. Okay. No more. Okay. Nice three-quarter swing with a pitching wedge. You'll be fine. And then uh, is there a dress code, golf attire, or is it just uh, whatever you want? Yeah, so, you know, I've, I've been flirting with the idea of a dress code just because certain things drive me nuts. So my only thing is you can't wear jeans to the golf course. Last thing I want to see. Um, so bathing suit or shorts will be just fine pulls open crank some tunes um not really a dress code just uh no jeans no jeans all right well looking forward to the opening and the ribbon cutting hopefully you guys roll out a red carpet a few limos rolling down you said jack nichols nicholas is going to be there yeah jack nicholas i think gary player I, think, I gotta yeah, check. Like, He's been calling me a Ernie lot. Else? He's got that guy. That guy can talk. Um, Lee Trevino, 
Matt Kuchar. I don't know. I don't. I don't even want him to be there. Brandel Chamblay called. I was like, dude, are you serious? Have you listened to our podcast? <laughs> the fuck out of here. So then we all laughed at him. But yeah, um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be big. I mean, Mayor of Sterling Heights is gonna be there. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be big. Yeah. So I guess the only dress code is you can't wear pants. That's it. It's fair. That's fair. What if it's a, what if it's shorts? Like a, I'm not saying walk around butt naked. I'm saying you got to wear shorts, but no pants, no long pants. If it's the fall, you can wear pants. You have to. You to allow it. It's up to the uh, that's at, up to the ranger that day. So, oh god, hopefully you don't hire uh, our boy over at Maple Lane. You guys want to golf today? Oh, it was a cigarette bouncing <laughs> off his lips. You guys are playing on the north. Yeah, he was kind of a hard ass to that time too, and he was like, "Got a tea time? What's the name?" It's like it's under Joe. It's like, "All right, you Joe." I'm like, "No, but I guess." It's like, "All right, Joe, you guys are off the North Course right <laughs> no, here." But I guess. So like, you Joe? I'm like, "No, no." Oh yeah, one thing I did want to mention too about Maple Lane before we end it. Um, you're not going to want to go to Maple Lane anytime past probably 7.30 or 8 o'clock in the morning Good anymore. Call. Because when we were finishing up, even when we started, it was really it was pretty busy. We waited a little bit. We did fly through the back nine pretty quick, though. Surprised. But when we finished up on 18 and drove back to the clubhouse, it was like, it reminded me of that first day where the golf courses opened after COVID. Where there was just 10, 10, 15 carts deep waiting on different different tee boxes, different courses to tee off. Dude, I drove, I remember driving by and doing like that whistle, like, <laughs> and the guy looked at me and he like started laughing. And I'm like, damn, good luck. I couldn't believe it. That's crazy. And, and like the fact that they take tee times. But they still just let people come on. Like, why? Why even have tea times? Just have it first come, first serve all the time. It's hard because that's obviously I'm very near and dear to that course, but I, I don't enjoy it like I used to. It's very poorly managed now. It ne- it never used to be that bad. Don't get me wrong; it got busy, but I mean, it's great they're making I money, mean, and I mean, it's clearly <laughs> they're just taking on anybody. Anybody who wants to play, they'll just put them out there, regardless of pace and how many people are on the course and, and anything like that. But you know, props to them for making money. But at the same time, like I, I unless there's like, like I said, like we play again at like seven thirty. Um, there's no way I'm going to play golf there. Even even Twilight when we went last year it was crazy busy. Like it wasn't like it when we first started going there, where we could play eight, almost eighteen holes <laughs> in a twilight round. It's ridiculous. I don't even. Yeah, it's I don't get it. It's so bad. It is so bad. Like when we pulled up, you're not even exaggerating either. There was probably twelve to fifteen cards lined up waiting for that tee box. Yeah, they're on the. That was they're on so the west bad. course as well, and I. And they're they're on every course, west, north, and east wild that's so bad i'm glad i'm glad we teed off when we did yeah if i would have rolled up there and saw that i would have immediately 
turn around and, and leave. There's no chance. It's it, absolutely ridiculous. I don't know how, I mean. The fact people wait. We can't be the only people. Well, and it's not even that. It's like we can't be the only people that know this continually happens there and yeah. people still go back. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just, I think it's a combination of just people want to get out. It's local. It's close. It's not that expensive compared to nicer courses. And That's like, true. I don't know. They just enjoy getting out and and messing around. There's not really, I mean, there's really no rules at Maple Lane. Like, we kind of know. We know. Yeah, it's kind of true. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you could hit seven balls off the tee box and nobody's going to say anything to you. Oh, yeah. When we first teed off, the, those guys in front of us, I think two out of three of them hit two balls and we're clearly waiting behind them. Like, what? <laughs> I immediately, I would like to myself, I'm like, this is going to be a day. It's going to be a day. <laughs> <laughs> but I think those guys only played nine, but then. Like I said, we cruised to the back, which was great. And there was like no one behind Actually, I mean, we played relatively quickly. Besides, I mean, I was hitting a lot of shitty shots there at the end, but we played relatively quickly. It's funny because you'll call them and be like, you guys pretty busy out there today? They're like, oh, no, we'll get you out. It's like, well, I didn't (laughs) ask that. I was like, are you guys really busy? (laughs) The biggest lie ever told, Maple Lane. No, no, no. It's not that bad today. <laughs> but that's that. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, don't get me wrong. Original course, probably do the Cart Drinks Invitational there, just because we're going to have a decent sized group. But not a fan of how they uh, how they operate. <laughs> but we'll still have an event there. It's fine. Yeah, Cart Drinks Invitational. And then we'll do another one at TPC Riberas. Actually, that's a good idea. Oh, that, hey, maybe we should just do the first one there, huh? Poop brown jacket. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, we got to go to Salvation Army and grab the jacket. We actually, actually, we should probably plan that here in the next two weeks. We got to head up there. Absolutely. Um, no, excited for that. Uh, I actually started making a, a pamphlet slash logo for the Cartridge Invitational. So. For sure. To our loyal fans, look out for that. That's coming soon. Yeah, yeah, and that we have, uh, in closing, there are a few hats available. I know the second order wasn't that well advertised, but we do have some if you would if you are interested. Um, we did create some cool ball markers that we've been handing out to people as we play. And then I got a request for some towels. I know we've been talking about towels, so I think that might be in the works as well to look at uh, some companies that get towels made up and everything. So look out for all of that. Um, check out our Instagram. We have that link tree link in the bio. It has everything you need, uh, everything cart drinks that you would need. Cartrinks.com, the blog, the clubhouse at in, uh, within cartrinks.com. Check us out. Uh, open championship this weekend, the last major. We can see some, some shuffling around in the standings. But um, other than that, this is uh, the big 5-0, Cartrings episode 50. And, uh, that's going to do it. Bye-bye. <laughs>